God is so good. I feel like uh, sometimes the uh, Lord moving, uh, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to get to teach. I thought I might have to pull a sermon out or something. I, it's like you never know. I, I've been known to turn lessons into sermons. Uh, so that, you know, I just let the Lord do whatever he, he does sometimes. And God ministers. And I believe God can work and minister through teaching of his word. It's all the word. The, the word, it's anointing, it is anointed itself. If you teach the word, it will change things. Uh, if you cast your bread upon the waters, amen, it's going to return, not many days hence. You know, I'll tell you what, whatever you do, I am promise you, God's word will not return void. Teach the word, Paul told Timothy. Preach the word, be instant, in season and out. Amen. Be ready. Be ready. Amen. Galatians chapter number 5 and verse number 19. If you're there, say amen. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, Envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. This is lesson number 12 of, of our series on the works of the flesh. Works of the flesh. Lay your Bibles down and raise your hands to the Lord. Let's pray. God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for another opportunity, Lord, to open up your word, to study, to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. God, I pray today, Jesus, that you would touch our minds and our hearts. Help us, Lord Jesus, to do your perfect will in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Amen. Man, praise God. You all can be seated in the name of the Lord. Tonight's lesson will begin by, by um, studying on drunkenness. Drunkenness. Drunkenness is taking drink or drugs to affect one's senses for lust or pleasure. Becoming tipsy or intoxicated, partaking of drugs to seek, or partaking drugs seeking to lose moral resistant, moral restraint, to lose moral restraint for bodily pleasure. How many still got their hand out? Amen. I like that. How many needs a handout? We will give you a handout if you need a handout. I don't have an extra one up here. I don't think. I'm sure we got we got them around. Amen. Uh, we want to make sure that we uh, give those out to the ones uh, um, that aren't able to make it here on Wednesdays as well, so they can follow along on our live stream. Taking a drink or drugs. We see this all around our world. Taking drink, people 
uh, drink. It's very common around our world. Sadly, that it is even popular around some Christian denominations. Stated, it was stated to me as I was talking to someone at work many years ago that their pastor was at a wedding. And during the reception, they were drinking wine. Someone approached the pastor and asked the question, I thought you were a pastor. You weren't supposed to drink. Oh, no. You know, we, we, I believe it's okay to drink a little bit as long as you don't do it in excess. And that guy, as he was drinking, said, I don't think I don't mean to go to your church. Sadly, that is so common around our world that they would... That they would be so like, you know, hey, you know, come to my church. We have drinks on Wednesdays after service just to get you through the Bible study. Well, maybe you need to give one before service too, make it a little bit fiery, you know. <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not what we need to do. But there's something that happens when you take a drink. When you drink, it affects your senses. When you do drugs... It affects your senses. So when it's talking about drunkenness here, it's not only talking about drunk with wine, but it's talking about drugs as well. Anything that will alter your senses, your ability to think clearly, these things are causing you to become numb to reality. Anything that will cause you to be numb to reality is a drug, it is drunkenness in your spirit. I promise you that a church that is ready for the Lord Jesus Christ is a sober church. Be soberly minded. That means anything that's in your mind that will cause you to be foggy, drugged, anything that will alter your thinking, your senses, and... And you do this many times, people do this many times, uh, uh, for the lust, and for their lust and for their pleasure. They get a little drunk, and I tell you what, if you, if you drink wine, if you get intoxicated, it, it, will, it will cause you to, to do things that's controlled by your lust. You open yourself up to many spirits throughout drinking. That's why when you go by the bar or you go by the, the liquor store, what does it say? Spirits. What kind of spirits are you intoxicated? Is it the Holy Spirit or is it the, the, the vodka spirit or the Jim Bean spirit or the Kessler or, the, or, the, or whatever the nasty stuff is? You know, rum or the Kentucky bourbon. What are you drinking? Those spirits that you're opening yourself up. I, I've, I've, I've had a life that was very unfortunate in a lot of ways. I was around a lot of alcohol and drinking. And my mother became very much an alcoholic. She was put in the hospital. She was probably embarrassed for me to say this. She's put in rehab twice. One time she was in there for a month. 
because of alcohol. I'm telling you, I know the effects of alcohol and nobody needs to open that up in their life. It all starts with one drink, one beer, just one time. And it will open up your senses to your lust and to your pleasure. Now, another thing it does, as we were, as we were reading in our description, when you become tipsy or intoxicated. You ever seen somebody tipsy? You know, I'm just getting a little buzz, you know. I'm all right, I'm just got a little buzz. Mm. Then you become intoxicated. That means when you're, you got more alcohol in you than you do water. You start sweating bullets. You start acting out of character. You start acting weird and staggering. You start losing control. There's no way you can have any kind of temperance or control if you lose control because of being intoxicated. What kind of control are you losing? You're losing moral restraint. I promise you that when people that drink, they have no restraint on any kind of moral. They don't have any morals. That's why they'll cuss you out. They'll beat you. They'll cheat. They'll, they'll cheat on you with your with your wife. Your best friend will 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 cheat on you. Will cheat. Will will steal your try to steal your wife. And he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't even think about doing it sober. But get him drunk, and he'd be untelling what I'll do. He'll burn your house down. He'll steal something from you. I've seen some a lot of people that was really good people when they were sober. Has anybody ever seen that? That was good people sober, but when they got drunk, you didn't want to be around them. And we, me and Lisa have seen people like that. You don't want to be around them when they're drunk. But they're the nicest people you'll ever meet when they're sober. They do anything for you. But they'll rob you blind if they get on drugs and get intoxicated. We've seen that. I've, I've, I've talked with people. And yeah, they're, they're good people. But those restraints are taken off simply for pleasuring the body. So just they just want to, to drink, live it up. Luke chapter number 21, verse number 34 says, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any times your hearts may be overcharged with suffering, suffering and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unaware. What day is it talking about there? Anybody know? The coming of the Lord. The rapture of the church. Don't be drunken. Don't, don't be, you know, uh, consumed by the cares of this life. So a lot of people aren't drunken with wine, but they're they're so consumed by the things of this life that their mind is not sober. They're cloggy. They can't think about what to do. They can't think about the Lord. They can't pray. You know, and they're so caught up with the cares of this life that they are, will come up unaware that the Lord is going to come. You've got to watch and pray. Be sober. 
be vigilant. For the, your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That word sober, it's not just drunken. It's also referring to the cares of life. And the subverting and the drinkingness and all of those things. This is, this is something we've got to stay clear of. Some people say they wouldn't drink a, lot, a, a drink a drop, but their mind is not there. Many people I've been in service, and you're preaching, you're teaching, and they're so drunk in their mind. They're so they're, they're so intoxicated by life that you can't think about what the preacher's even saying. Because you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that, your mind is getting clogged. If the cares of this life is keeping you from worshiping, you're drunk. You're drunk on the cares of life. It's causing you to be numb to the things of God. If you're sitting there and all you're thinking about is the, is the laundry... And you can just hear that washing machine go. Hurry up, Pastor! Hurry up, Pastor! Come on now, I got to. I got to put them in the lawn. I got to switch them load. I got to put another load in. Dishwasher is getting ready to be cranked. I got to do that when I go home. I got to sweep the floor. I got to do this. Oh, oh! I got to get gas on the way home. And you're just got all this, this, that, and the other. And the preacher's never going. And you're like, I guess he's got another fifteen minutes. I gotta run by the save a little, and I gotta run out of here, and I gotta go, I gotta go down Kroger's, and I go, oh, I gotta swing by the new Dollar Tree, and I gotta, I gotta do this, and you're doing all this, and you're just, uh, and you're, you're just got the cares of this life has caused your mind to get cluttered. You're drunken on life, on the things of life. You become numb to the things of God, and that will catch you unaware. Preachers preaching about something. And many of you maybe don't even, well, maybe not here, but a lot of churches, people don't even know what the preacher preached about at the end of the sermon. What did you preach about? I know he preached about something in the Bible. Yeah, King James. Oh, yeah, pastor always preaches King James. It's because your mind is being, being called, being cluttered by the cares of this life. Romans 13, 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering or wantingness, not in strife and envy. So we need to know that we don't need to be walking in drunkenness. Drunkenness is, is something that honestly is, is, is very common around our world. Right? How many, how many bars do we have? They vote to go wet. We got to get wet. Keep the bootleggers down. That's put my uncle out of business. I'm just joking. My uncle don't bootleg. But your uncle might. <laughs> but you know what? But I'm telling you that... That it is it is very, very common. Right? First Corinthians chapter number six, verses nine through twelve. First Corinthians six, nine through twelve. 
Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor infeminate. Ooh, oh, limp wrist. There you go. Infeminate. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind as homosexuals. Abusers of themselves with mankind. They are. There you go. Nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. None of those. And this is where we need to remember. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. Now this is the verse I want to focus in, verse 12. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Yes, it's lawful. Yes, if you're over 21, you can go down there and buy you a fifth of liquor. It's lawful. Nothing against the law on that. You know, it ain't against the law for you to do that. It ain't against the law for you to go down and buy you a pack of Marlboros. Be a Marlboro man. It ain't against the law for you to do that. All things are lawful, but all things aren't expedient. It's not very profitable for you. That's not going to do you any good. Yes, they're lawful. But Paul said, I'm not going to be brought under the power of any. There's a power of those things that will create an addiction. Yes, it is lawful for you to go to, to, to go and get an e-cigarette. And sadly, you can get those uh, vapors, and you can even put marijuana stuff in it. They give it to you, and it's legal. You just put that little syrup in there and get high down to the vape store. I'm not giving anybody any hints. But I'm telling you that even though it's lawful, even though it's not against the law, does not mean you need to be brought under the power of that. That drunkards, anybody that's intoxicated by anything, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Anything, I believe, can become a, a, a sin unto you. If you allow it. Coffee can become a sin. Chewing gum can become a sin. Soda pop can become a sin. Energy drinks can become a sin. Paul said, yeah, I can do it, but I'm not going to be brought under the power of anything. That means I'm not going to become addicted to anything. That's why I went through a phase, I chewed gum all the time. I, I don't chew gum no more. 
There's times that I break, I break loose from coffee. People don't like being around me when I do that, but I do it. Because I don't want to become addicted to things. I don't want to become in bondage to things. I don't want to become to where I have to have multiple things. And and people that people has got to, sometimes people's got to have their their pop and their and and their the water. Oh yeah, drink your water. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to be brought under the power of any. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter number five. I'm having fun here. Ephesians chapter five, and verse number seventeen. Ephesians five and seventeen. Wherefore. Be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody. In your heart to the Lord. I like that one. Giving thanks always in all things unto God and the Father of our the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we don't need to be drunken with wine, for that's foolish. We don't need none of that. We need to be filled with the Spirit. And when, when people get filled with the Spirit, what do they do? They sing to themselves in psalms. Hmm. Sing, to, sing it to yourselves. I just can't stop singing. Hallelujah. And you're singing songs off key. You're worshiping. You're getting... You're, getting, you're, you're worshiping to, to God and you start making melody in your heart to who? The Lord. You start making melody. Mm, making it. You start singing. So instead of drink, being drunk with wine, we need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, verse number 7. For they that sleep, for they that sleep, sleep in the night. Period. Let that sink in. They that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Mm. So, there is a theme throughout the Bible. We start studying. Jesus said, work while it's day, for night cometh when no man shall work. There is the work of darkness. The darkness is of the night. The drunkenness and the sleeping is. We got to don't don't sleep in your walk with the Lord. That happens in the night. We're children of the day. And when you drink, you become following after the works of the night, the darkness, doing the things that happen in the dark. Hope you're following me on that. 
that there's things that they do in the dark. Everything that's done in the dark shall be brought to light. Right? So if you are an undercover alcoholic, it's going to be brought to the light. And if you do it, you're doing it in the night. You're not in the light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. But if you drink alcohol, you are walking in darkness. Ain't it right? He said that the, the, the light came and the, the darkness comprehended it not. No, it didn't. It was too drunk. <laughs> Drunken in the darkness. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse number 1. Proverbs 20 and verse number 1. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is, ra- is, is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Now, somebody says, well, it's all right to drink. Well, Proverbs says that wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And if you do those things, you're not wise. We say, well... You know, you, you really think that's the wise thing to do. You may think, well, I just drink a couple, I just drink a little bit before I go to bed. You ever heard people say that? Oh, I, it just relaxes me. Well, I'll tell you what, you do that, that ain't wise. It ain't wise. Because you know what? You, you'll start to be a, a, a couple drinks at night. Then, then it starts getting a little bit earlier. And you say, well, yeah, whew. I'm going to have to have a couple in the morning because I had too many last night. And then finally, you start drinking all throughout the day. And you're, you're a social drinker and your relaxed nighttime drinking becomes all the time drinking. Proverbs chapter number 23, verses 29 and 30. Who hath woe? Who hath sorrow? Who hath contentions? Contentions. Who hath babbling? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath readiness of eyes? They that tarry long at the wine. They that go and seek. Mixed wine. Mm. Powerful. That is some strong stuff. That's powerful scripture. Amen. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse number 11. Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink. That continues until the night, until night, until wine inflamed them. Just talked about that. So, woe to those who wake up early, drink, and it goes all the way to the night. Those things are not good. Nahum. Chapter 1 and verse number 10. 
For while they be folded together as thorns, and while they are drunken as drunkards, they shall be devoured as stumble fully dry. Stubble fully dry. They that fallen together or as thorns and while they are drunken as drunkards they're going to be devoured I promise you today if you follow after the drunken spirit it will destroy you next one is revelings revelings how many is excited about revelings Carousing, uncontrolled, license, indulgence, and pleasure. Taking part of wild parties and in drunken parties. Lying around, indulging, feeding the lust of the flesh. Revelings. Revelings. Carousing, uncontrolled. There is all kinds of wildness, uncontrollable people. They follow after pleasures. They partake in wild parties, drunken parties, partying. We're talking about partying. Not just partying, but it also says that they lay around indulging, feeding in their lusts. They, they don't really have a purpose in their life. It's just lay around, party, wildness, and woo, and they're all kind. They're all crazy, and they're they're following after revelings, wild parties. Lots of people they have wild parties. Now, a lot of these, as I said before, they go together. Drunkenness and revelings. They sort of. Lots of times, when people get drunk, they they operate revelings, right? They have wild parties. They indulge in their in their lust and their and their flesh and they they seek after that and they they find pleasure and they they're the life of the party. They want to party. They want it to, to be loud. They want to do the things that would 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 be noticed by many. They want to party. Have you ever seen Party Animal? Party Hardy? Now, I'll tell you, I, I like to party, Holy Ghost party. I like to cut up. Bring me a cup of coffee, a Mountain Dew or Mountain Holler. Bring me something, bring me a piece of cake, and I'll have fun all night. You know, you know, you know bring me some Domino's pizza. We'll party hard. But this is not the kind of party we're talking about. We're talking about wild parties. You ever some of, you know, let's get wild. When things get broke, when things get loud, when the law gets called, because things are growing, getting out of control. That's happened when I was growing up. We had revelings all over the place. Law called. We it gets so hot in that 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 house, we'd open up the doors. We'd have speakers that was a size. I don't know how big they were. They 
huge. We'd have multiple speakers. The whole side of the house would, would rattle. And we used to have this stereo, that, that this jukebox that had lights. And we'd turn off the light. We'd clear out the kitchen floor. And, and we'd turn off all the lights. And we'd have those flashing lights, different colors. And would flash with the music. And then, and then it would crank up, and we'd get out there on the dance floor, and we'd dance, and it was wild, you know, crazy, and and we'd do all kinds of crazy stuff, and and many, you know, then they'd get drunk, and it'd be or be be crazy and uncontrolled, and and everybody was going crazy and wild, and and I tell you what, it's so uncomfortable for me to even be around anything like that now, and now it's so common that people are doing that all. I mean. They have revelings in their school systems. Revelings in their, in their school functions. Revelings in, in, their, in their proms, in their dances. It's not, a, you know, it's not a decent dance. They're revelings. They're, part of, they're like wildness. Rampage and doing things that aren't, aren't godly. Wild. Parties. I tell you what, we as the children of God don't need to be having wild parties. Now I'll tell you what, let's have fun. Let's get the rook out and let's get the let's get the phase ten going or 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 let's let's sit around and make fun of each other or whatever. I don't know what you want to do. We might want to you know, me and Brother Dave we used to wrestle and uh until Brother Dave started getting hurt and I, I had to light up on him. I'm just kidding. We used to fight, you know, we used to play and we wrestle and, and we would do things and, and, and do all kinds of crazy, you know, stuff. You know, that, that, that kind of stuff is okay, but when things start involving the things of the flesh, that becomes revelings. And that's when people start acting out. They start dancing vulgarly. Ungodly sexual dances and lust and and then people start being inappropriate in the way they're acting and the way they're treating one another. These things is revelings. And no child of God needs to be operating in revelings. First Peter chapter number 4, verse number 3. For... The time past of, of our life may uh, suffice or, or suffice, if I say that word, suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, Banquetings, which means wild parties, and of abominable adulteries. Those are the things that will cause us to follow after the things of the Gentiles. Wild parties, revelings, banquetings. These things we ought to steer clear of. Amen. Second Peter chapter number 2, verse number 13 and 14. 
I apologize for my hillbilly tongue not cooperating tonight. I hope you guys will forgive me. Second Peter chapter number 2 and verse number 13. And shall receive the reward of the unrighteous of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the in the daytime sport they are and blemishing sporting themselves with their own Deceive, deceiving or deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cannot cease from sin, beguiling and stable souls, and heart and heart and heart. They have exercised with covetousness practices, curses, or cursed children. These things are the unrighteousness, unrighteous people that are following after the things of the world. Galatians chapter number five is in our, we actually add that in our text. Envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I've told you tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Revelings, wild parties, wild parties. One more verse. Exodus chapter number 32 and verse number 6. Exodus chapter number 32 and verse number 6. It says, And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. They ate, they drank, and they had revelings. They rose up to play. Just as reference, Judges chapter 9 and verse 27, 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 16. Let's all stand. If you're taking, took notes, you write those scriptures down and 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 be able to go back to that. Next week will actually be a conclusion. This is the last work of the flesh, but this last I want to add one more lesson. That's uh, why I sort of stopped a little bit early tonight. Um, one more lesson on the flesh's judgment, the judgment of the flesh, which will be the result or the end result that will follow operating in the works of the flesh. How many enjoyed this lesson tonight? How many drunkards we got here today? Say, good job, good job. Amen.
I want to be intoxicated with God. I want to be, you know, I want to be drunk with that Joel from Joel's bar. When he said, these are not drunken as you suppose. Seeing this, but the ninth hour. But the third hour, whatever it is. Sixth, seventh. Third hour. 9 a.m. Yes. But these, but this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And upon thy servants and thy headmaids, I will pour out of my spirit in those days. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we don't want to have drunkenness revelings in our lives. Amen. How many how many has enjoyed these lessons about uh, the works of the flesh? So we're going to be concluding this. Amen. Amen. So that's the last one. And uh, so next week we're going to be wrapping it up. If the Lord's willing... The Lord's will, and we'll be wrapping this up. And uh, I'm excited about what God's 